Yes, we have one. It's a new squirrel, so it'll need a tag, I reckon. Right, that's the weighing bag. The weighing scales. Tagging pliers and gloves. Now it's important to catch the squirrel behind the neck in the full skull, otherwise, uh, you can get very badly bitten. And here goes. It's a female, a subadult female. So, I think it's a yellow tag. We'll go on the left here. That's it. Now we wear. Sit, sit here. It's difficult to wear them because they keep jumping up and down. That she weighs. 335 grams, uh, less 30 grams for the bag, that's 305 grams. And away she goes. Now, uh, I'll prebait the trap. With sunflower seeds. this evening. My name is Alan Mudge. I am 22 years old and employs a school chapel in Ballantemple Wood, County Carlow. But since I started working, um, animals seem to have taken the place of many of my friends, believe it or not. It seems a very strange thing to say, but you find yourself talking to, to the dog or to the owl or, or even to the squirrels at some stage. And it is probably a first sign of insanity, but it's, it's, um, it's something that it just comes very naturally uh, to you. And... Um, it's 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 nice. Uh, it's it's a very isolated feeling down here, and I suppose it's just a small sort of outlet 
that you, you do actually sort of utter some words. Um, it takes a bit of effort uh, to go and see people um, if you want to feel sociable. And I suppose it's a very dangerous thing to get into, it's sort of too much into yourself. Um, it's very important to go and see people and to be sociable and, and that. But I wonder if animals do take the place of people in, in some cases. Um, I think I, I do talk to myself sometimes. I suppose I, I'd really get worried if I had an argument with myself and lost. Um, I haven't always lived in the country. Um, I've been living in Dublin for uh, the past 18 years and uh, it's only very recently that I've moved to the country. Uh, I moved to Monast Revan for, uh, for two months and uh, from there I moved to Clonigal for two and a half years and now for six months uh, to Newstown. To, uh, to Um, I come from quite a large family, uh, a family consisting of ten. My main interests in school were were just to be out in the field. Uh, that's always been my my priorities to get out and stay out in the field and get wet and have a good time and see as much wildlife as possible. And uh, the most of the time in class, uh, the studies would be a bit of a bore until the uh, art came along or it was time to do my, uh, my, 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 my migration charts on whatever species I happened to be sort of interested in at the time. Um, the teachers were very good. They, they always assisted in uh, supplying material from the libraries and uh, they devoted quite a lot of their own spare time in, uh, in arranging for people whom they knew to be bird watchers and to take us out. For, for a day and to assure our parents that we were up to, uh, to good work. I used to have great difficulties in, in getting out to, to watch birds. Um, it, was, it was mostly due to the, to the lack of money and uh, um, the lack of transport. Uh, but it was only when <coughs> I, <coughs> I acquired a bicycle for my, I think it was my 10th birthday, that uh, the the countryside began to open up, say within a radius of uh, 40, 50 miles of Dublin. Uh, I wanted to, to make uh, ontology or uh, wildlife in general um, into, into profession rather than a hobby. And I was rather confused at uh, the state of affairs and the, the, the amount of failures which uh, I had gone through. Um, uh, had made me somewhat um, discontent. So I took up cycling for a short period of time, it was maybe a year, and uh, I raced a, a little, and uh, I came back to wildlife after that. I spent a long time uh, looking for any sort of job uh, in wildlife. I used to write letters uh, to zoos, uh, in season and out of season, and uh, with no luck, and um, I, I'd won various uh, appointments but for some peculiar reason they, they all turned sour or things went very very wrong. Uh, there was one time I'd, I'd been accepted as a trainee falconer for, uh, 
um, a man in Germany and uh, his wife uh, died very suddenly and he lost uh, interest in, in his birds and uh, that job had finished uh, before it even began. There was another instance in Trinity College where I was working, I was about to work as a bacteriologist and uh, some peculiar arrangement that the professor had changed positions and his successor no longer needed no longer needed anybody. And it was it was these sort of disappointments that, that made me want to stop and uh, um, not getting any real feedback from people who uh, I'd spent long hours writing to. But uh, I, I persisted. I, I, I came back to that exciting and persisted even more. And um, having gone to Holland and, and, and tried uh, for a month to, to work in the nature reserve, I found that things were even more strict and more tied up there than they were back in Ireland. So if there was success to be had, then it would, it would be in, in Ireland. The breakthrough uh, in, in obtaining a job for wildlife was when I was when I returned from the continent. Uh, a friend uh, approached me and asked me would I accept a job of uh, catching red squirrels for a survey which, which was about to be launched. Uh, at this point I, I sort of jumped around and accepted and um, uh, gathered all the knowledge uh, I could on red squirrels uh, to ensure that I, I was sort of up to date. And um, it came about that I, I was employed. And um, <coughs> my, my first base was in uh, Monastreven. And uh, things weren't so, so successful there because the, the forest that I was working in, uh, or that I was assigned to, um, had just been shot. Uh, the squirrels had been shot out because of uh, damage that they had been doing. Um, so trapping uh, techniques there were, were not very successful. And it was difficult to to uh, determine what uh, bait uh, to use. Uh, there was a various uh, assortment of baits, like uh, peas, uh, maize, uh, various fruits, um, and things like this, but uh, none seemed to be uh, effective. And uh, bait can vary from one area to another. So if your maize was successful in section A, then it wouldn't be successful in section B. And uh, it was this sort of thing that you had to um, discover yourself. From from Monast Revan uh, we discovered a, um, a much better area in uh, Clonigal Nursery. Um, we're having great difficulty there in, in uh, with red squirrels damaging uh, the trees, uh, mostly um, Scots pine. So having looked over this um, Ballant Temple uh, wood we uh, decided we would move our base to, to Clonigal and uh, after two months of uh, experimenting on traps and, and baits, we, uh, we caught a full squirrel. I think there's a squirrel in the trap. I will go have a closer look. Yes, I can see one. It has um, a yellow tag, which means it's a, a female, a, a retrapped female.
please. Sit. Sit. Yes, it's a female. And uh, first. First thing we need to do is to, to weigh it. She's a juvenile female. Now we put her in the bag. Difficult to weigh. Three hundred and thirty-five less thirty, so she's three hundred and five grams. And away she goes. I knew a certain amount of. of uh, about trapping before I got to job, I was I, I, I felt very confident in trapping uh, birds of prey, and uh, I uh, I always felt um, it a great challenge to uh, to capture birds, especially alive. Um, it never appealed to me to to trap uh, anything that uh, uh, ended up dead. Trapping squirrels is is much different because uh, you you're working under totally different conditions. Um, uh, there's no basic uh, bait. Uh, you have to discover, as I say, that yourself. Um, the position of the trap. Um, if you read uh, some books on on trapping, they 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 emphasise that the the trap must be placed on the ground. This uh, I I disagree with because uh, almost 80 to 90 percent of the bait will go to 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 um, to other rodents and to birds. Uh, but I I discovered that by placing it. Um, maybe four or five feet uh, up a tree trunk uh, which you would see uh, fit uh, as a fit place for, for placing the trap i.e. in that uh, the squirrel um, has a good vantage point uh, from above he can see uh, the bait, he can see the trap and also when descending he can see that the coast is clear so if you give all these considerations uh, w when setting a trap um, success in, uh, in, in catching animal um, is 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 uh, ensured. When I first got a job, I, I discovered that I had to 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 develop uh, most of the techniques myself because um, there was no real knowledge um, as to how to successfully trap squirrels. Um, so a lot of it was based on the knowledge that I had before and knowledge which I was able to to gain while while working on the job. But um, it it was. Uh, 
um, trial and effort which which uh, um, brought me to uh, succeeding in catching the squirrels um, in, in that debate on, on, on the ground is, is not practical. In the trapping area we have 50 traps and these are placed uh, 75 metres apart. And I think that roughly comes to about three miles. So this is walked twice a day, every day, during the trapping sessions. And occasionally, if, if the weather is very good, um, I like to walk to work. And this would be maybe three, three and a half miles each way. So I suppose I, I, I keep fairly fit doing um, this amount of walking. Uh, if, I, if I feel sort of very energetic, uh, I, like, I like to run the lines and um, this cuts the, the, the time uh, to do the traps almost in half. When one goes about trapping, it's, it's a very difficult thing to get started on. Um, red squirrels are not the easiest animals to catch um, by any means. It could take months on end to even get, to get a squirrel <coughs> into a trap. So when one starts, <coughs> you must uh, select your, your site and put your trap in, in position. And you have to give a lot of attention to where you, <coughs> to where you put your trap. And you must give a good vantage point from below. So if you can imagine yourself being the squirrel for a short period of time, and imagine yourself being high up in the canopy, and how easy it would be to see the trap. Um, this this is very very important. Also, the bait uh, is very important, but it can vary from 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 one wood to another. So you have to experiment quite a lot. Um, this can be a real problem, um, especially if the the cone uh, supply is very high in the forest at that year. Um, there are a lot of difficulties, as I say, in, in trapping. And the main thing is in getting squirrels to come regularly to the trap. Um, <coughs> the trapping area that we have has been operating for the past uh, two, and a half, two and a half years. So we don't have very many difficulties in getting a steady supply of squirrels. But when we move to a new area to, to get uh, specimens for one, for one reason or another, um, it can take quite a long time in pre-baiting. And pre-baiting is also very important. It could last, as I say, for months, and it may only produce a very, a very small quantity of squirrels. A lot of people think that squirrels hibernate for the winter. This is not necessarily true, especially in Ireland. Um, it is not so. They may sleep for short periods of time, maybe uh, three or four days, um, and they will hide hide nuts certainly but in in areas where there is uh, plenty of food um, there is no need for them to do this um, you can have these changes in over a couple of miles uh, say for instance in Kildare they could they could store nuts um, very commonly but in this part of the country uh, it doesn't seem necessary um, I've learned an awful lot about squirrels since I began this job um, the, they killed a lot of the old mitts, of course. Um, they, they are very good swimmers. Uh, they can travel great distances, and they migrate very readily in September. 
which is a very fascinating thing to watch uh, should you be lucky enough to see them crossing the fields uh, on the way to, to uh, far off woodlands. Um, they, they're a fascinating animal but they don't make very very good pets. Every morning when I do, when I do my trap rounds, uh, you can hear the blue tits in the trees, and it seems almost that they they are waiting uh, for me to come and prepay the traps, and they seem to sort of follow you around as it, as you go, and I'm sure if you listen, you will hear some blue tits now. I think it was my grandfather who, who first got me interested in birds of prey. Um, he used to, to occasionally remark that it was, it was cruel why um, sparrowhawks uh, would kill uh, small sparrows. And uh, it was difficult to understand this because uh, it was a very sort of one-sided view. But uh, it was this fascination uh, and, and the urge to discover why uh, there were so many uh, myths about birds and that, that really got me interested and uh, it, it's 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 a never-ending uh, search but my first bird is a sparrowhawk and uh, they're one of the hardest birds to train they're, they're incredibly um, fragile and uh, you would probably have more uh, uh, success in training an eagle rather than a sparrowhawk because there is such a, uh, a minute difference in weight um, that you must play around with. Uh, the weight of a bird is very, very important in getting it uh, what you wish it to do. You must weigh the bird every day and uh, keep a very uh, detailed chart on its weight. And you must also keep a, um, a chart on a weight chart on the food that you feed it. Falconry calls, uh, calls for a, a lot more dedication than people uh, realise. Um, it's, it's a totally full-time job. And uh, it's impossible to do if you have any other commitments. Uh, if if you go to school, then it might be just possible with a falcon. Uh, or if you go to work, uh, possibly a falcon. But uh, for people who live in the city, I, I, I think it's very practical for them to, to even think of, of, of keeping a bird of prey or of ever hoping to succeed in flying a bird of prey. Now that I live in, in the country, um, I've, I've obtained a, an Eurasian eagle owl, which I have uh, here. And... Uh, uh, every morning I, I, I go out and I shoot some rabbits and uh, this, this keeps the bird uh, in, in good health and um, it's, uh, it's, it's a very good countryside, uh, it is very wide open fields for flying birds and uh, it's, it's ideal. I'm, I'm living in Newstown which is uh, maybe three miles from, from Tullow, it's uh, an old farmhouse and uh, it's situated on a, a cul-de-sac, which is, is quite secluded, really, from, from uh, the main roads. Um, it's, uh, it's very quiet, it's very nice, it's very beautiful. Um, it's also very wet in winter. Uh, it can get quite lonely, but um, it doesn't seem to bother me so much because, uh, um, for some reason or other, I, I seem to have the, the character or the personality to cope with this uh, particular uh, loneliness which goes with the job. Um, it's something that I've accepted. Uh, found difficult to get used to at the beginning, but um, for some reason or other, it's it's easy.
I have I have with me here the my my dog, um, Breeze, and I have my my owl. Um, so my, my my time is is taken up fairly, fairly well with uh, the training of the owl, and uh, I also do some some shooting. I don't see that that very many people because uh, my time is taken up um, uh, with the owl, or walking with the dog, and also um, working in the forest, which uh, um, uh, involves um, being alone most of the time. It's a very different life. Um, from 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 the one that I've been living in the city, where I was always in close proximity with people, and uh, I was never um, really left alone or having to to entertain myself. But uh, I find that I'm I'm quite good company to myself, and uh, um, I get along quite well. When you move to the country, I feel that you suddenly become aware of of how good company you are to yourself, and this is very important to be to to be able to entertain yourself. Um, a lot of people depend too much in the city to be entertained by other people. And I feel that, as I say, it's very important to, to, to entertain yourself and to, to create things to do in the country, which is very important to keep yourself uh, occupied. Um, it's amazing what you can, you, you can develop uh, um, various um, hobbies, uh, which you may have, you can concentrate on them better. Uh, having to amuse yourself is is not really difficult once you're faced with having to do it. Um, you, you you do it a lot better, and there is no distraction. There is no uh, cars going past outside or bus bus brakes squeaking or this sort of thing. Um, and you enjoy you enjoy what you do much more. It's a lot easier in the summer. Um, it's only when the winter comes that you realise how depressing it can get and you need an even more stronger urge to to get things sort of done or to get some definite uh, plans for yourself to do, uh, as in my case I, I do various hobbies and I try to improve on these hobbies in the winter months and um, I find that I tend to watch more television now in these dark evenings and I say it's more depressing because it's cold and it's it's damp and you have to. It's a sort of a constant fight to keep yourself comfortable. And but it, uh, I like it. it. It's a good. It's a good challenge. A lot of people are, are often inquire as to how I, I've um, um, stuck the job uh, and and loneliness and, and the quietness of it all. Uh, for the past few years, and this is a question that I find very, very difficult to answer. Um, it, it's something that I don't really understand myself, uh, and it's it's quite confusing in a way because um, I'm at an age when I should be uh, uh, more active uh, socially than 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 at any other uh, stage of my life, and um, it's it, I suppose if I think too much on it, it's probably quite a frightening thought because maybe it would be too late later on. To, to be to be sociable because uh, you won't necessarily be accepted within within a different age group, or maybe I've just forgotten how to be, how to be sociable. <laughs> there are a lot of advantages and disadvantages in in, in working on this line. Um, it's very hard to to work out a, an equilibrium and, and discover what 
what will, will, will become of it all. But um, I don't really know the importance of, of the, the disadvantages because I don't particularly feel much for 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 them right now. Um, the advantages I, I'm I'm particularly attracted to because uh, it, 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 hopefully it's it will lead to progression in what I hope to achieve in, in, in life, which is just to become more experienced in, in trapping, which is not a very high degree uh, when you consider uh, many people's um, occupations. But it's something that um, I, I'd like to specialise in and uh, to become quite good at. And uh, it, by achieving this, uh, it ensures uh, that, that, that I will have um, uh, a reasonable amount of freedom and uh, um, excitement and um, um, uh, pleasant hours in, in the wild. This can be a very isolated sort of life, living down here in the country, especially for a city person. But uh, it's something that I enjoy and I don't really think about it. I suppose if I think too much then I'll probably get worried and try and make some drastic changes. But um, I have a motorbike and I feel fairly free now to visit places which were virtually impossible uh, when I only had my push bike. Um, I travel to France this year and I go occasionally to Dublin. Um, I amuse myself um, by reading, uh, writing uh, letters. I write a lot of letters um, because I feel very happy in the mornings when, when there's a letter from somebody, some friends, and um, I think Letters are the most important thing of all when one lives away because it keeps you in touch and it sort of assures you that people they still think about you or you are still friends. And you can lose a lot of friendship when you leave the cities because the pace of life is much more different there and you tend to, to become detached from that and uh, get left behind. When I go back to Dublin sometimes it's very difficult to get back into the into the, the, the pace of life there. And this tends to make me very uh, irritable. And it's this situation that I don't particularly like. And I'm very happy to come back to the country and settle in. But if I must spend uh, two or three days in the city, it can take just as long to get myself back into the re routine of things when I come home. And for that reason alone, I think I prefer not to go to the city. Um, just to make it a day trip, get in and get out fast. It's not just the, the job that's attractive, it's the whole, the whole lifestyle which, um, which um, attracts me very much. Um, in, in, in being in, in the outdoors and uh, um, enjoying the, the weather, whatever it would be, because um, I, lo I love to hear the heavy rain coming down or I like it when it's when it's sunny. Is that I feel very very much um, at one when when I'm when I'm outdoors, and uh, um, I feel great uneasiness when when I'm forced to be in an office or uh, to spend my day uh, under a roof. People often ask me why I do this sort of work. It's a very difficult question to answer because one I I suppose I I, I like to be out in the outdoors, and I've always had a, a great interest in nature, and I think that's, that's the, the main reasons why I do it. Um, it doesn't really feel like a job to me, it, it's more or less a continuation of a lifelong hobby, and 
uh, my interest never seems to diminish in in, the, in this field, and um, it's a very interesting sort of work. Um, it suits me very well, I think. Um, you have to be prepared to go in all sorts of weather and and be willing to 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 be out at all hours of the night or all hours of the morning, and um, for these reasons, it, it's it's um, very much to my liking. I sometimes wonder if if I'll be a squirrel trapper all my life, but I think it would be a very nice feeling to know that I would be. Um, it's something that I'm very content at. I don't feel very ambitious in 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 in, in that sense. Um, you you can be as ambitious as you want, but for me, this is a very challenging job. Uh, you must be you must be uh, willing to learn at all times and accept various responsibilities. Um, it would be a great responsibility not to have caught any squirrels after two years. So it's this sort of of challenge that I like, and trapping provides that that challenge. For me, it's it's more or less everything. Um, it's everything I've wanted to do, and for that reason alone, uh, I don't really get bogged down in um, in uh, difficult positions or situations. I have one small task I must do now before I finish uh, the trap round, and that's to to clear uh, um, the trap lane of uh, some briars, uh, which tend to sort of get your feet a bit and uh, cut your hands and things like that occasionally. I have a slash hook uh, which I usually keep um, tucked away under some briars, and whenever I need it, I can pick it up in the forest and do any odd jobs that need to be done on on the trap line. That's the end of the day's work now. Um, I, I walk back to the office and I'll enter all my records into the daily record cards. And on Friday, I shall enter the, the data that I have collected through the week into logbooks. And, and that will end my day here. And I'll get on my motorbike and I think I will do some shopping for the evening and light a big log fire. <laughs>